in many ways, I think that coming from the street and doing street stuff, you almost underestimate what you what you can do. And so, so personally, so my perfect example of me, right? So, I mean, you kind of know I was off the porch a little bit doing my thing. And with that, I mean, I was I was doing music and hosting events and doing all that type of stuff. And um, but same time, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to invest in, in this music and my businesses and, and keep things rolling. But when like when I got out of that and really got into building new Airbnb, I, I surrounded myself with a bunch of people who I thought knew what they were doing and and knew how to do this and do that and whatever else. And what I ended up finding out two, three years later was like, cause like my mindset is like, all right, cool. Like, yo, you build a product, you get a product, you find people that want the product and you get it to market, you make money, rinse and repeat, do it again. Like that just, that's just what it is. That's, that is business, right? But mm -hmm. I'm surrounding myself with people who are like, they were like, oh, it's not perfect. It doesn't look like this, it doesn't do that. So we got to wait for this and wait for that. And whole time I'm like, all right, y'all been in this game longer than I have. So I'm gonna take your advice. And whole time it was terrible advice because you ain't gotta be perfect. And to what you were just saying before, like you don't have to overthink, get it out there, test it out, get some feedback and then refine as you go. I built this me, brick by brick. Welcome to Brick by Brick, where we discuss different ways for you to build your empire one brick at a time. We discuss everything from real estate, e-commerce, stocks, crypto, and more. Whether you're an entrepreneur, working a nine to five, or in the streets, Brick by Brick is here to help you get to the next level. Let's go. All right, y'all, what is going on? Welcome to episode, this is technically episode two, but I feel like this is like really officially episode one, you know what I'm saying, whatever, right, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so welcome to the Brick by Brick show, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, with me and my big brother, G. Greg, you know what I'm saying? How you doing, Greg? How you feeling, man? Blessed, bro, as always. That's what's another up. Another week down. We're getting to it. Facts. Yeah, I'm, you're right. Another another day, another dollar. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, one of the things that I want to kind of start the show with is like some free game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, maybe like a piece of advice from, you know what I'm saying, one of us, both of us, you know what I'm saying? But like, what's something that kind of came to you this week that, that you can impart on the people to start the show with? Off top, I don't got nothing. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm think about it. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I was, I mean, for myself, I was thinking about a few things this week, man. Um, but I think a lot of people get really hype off of the be wanting to be an entrepreneur and start a business because entrepreneurship looks sexy and cool on the gram and all that. But I think a lot of folks aren't thinking about exactly what value they're gonna bring to people what problem they're going to solve and how they're going to make life easier for people. Cause I feel like that's what makes business a business. Like why should you, and, and on top of that, even beyond all that, everybody wants to start the sexy business. They want to have the tech startup or they want to have the clothing brand or whatever, whatever. But a lot of folks aren't thinking about the blue collar stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, think about a business that you can start that's recession proof. People are always going to need, that's always going to be viable in, in, in the community, in the world. And let that kind of be your blueprint as far as how you start the game, man. And um, I was talking about that earlier this week because the economy is crazy right now. The job market is crazy right now. And we were on, I was on Twitter. But one, even beyond all that, the supply chain, like we're having a supply chain crisis. Like a lot of shelves is empty. Stuff can't get delivered where it's supposed to go. A lot of truckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like trucking companies are booming right now. So I think that's something that we got to cover on, on this episode for sure. But for a lot of y'all, make sure that you're, before you think about, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be a boss or whatever, whatever. Think about what problem you're solving, how you can help people, how you can actually add value. And don't just think about the sexy businesses because there's a lot of ugly businesses, quote unquote, ugly businesses, blue collar businesses that people are running it up and making crazy money doing it. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's right. my piece of free game right there, man. But yeah, man. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Stay down till you come up. Because no matter what you're doing, you just got to keep at it. It will work. It may not work now, but it will work. Example, I was in trucking 2012, I think, 2013, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. And I got out in like late 15. And at the time, I thought the money was good. But when I went and looked at the low boards last week, oh, they're going crazy right now. So mm -hmm. I'm literally about to pick up one or two trucks by the end of next month. But... I could have stayed down from then till now. I've probably been up to like 15 trucks. Mm -hmm. So stay down until you come up. It will yep. happen. 
And it's funny because I was on Twitter talking about a supply chain shortage and whatever else. And somebody was like, yo, Steph, you need to get into trucking. And I was like, well, actually, you know what I'm saying? The family's already in that game. So we're going right. to discuss that on, on a podcast. I mean, we can get into it. This episode, we can have a whole episode about it. Um, actually, so where we've been in a trucking game, we got cousins and friends that are already heavy in the trucking game. My business partner, he's got a truck on the road right now. So it'd probably be cool to probably bring a couple of them folks on throughout the show and discuss that as well, man. So, right. so yeah, man. So I know you had some show notes and things that you wanted to discuss and cover, man. So, man, like, yo, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get talk about whatever. Here, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you can talk about whatever. Like, like um, where you want to start at? Man, so I was looking at the show notes and I was like, yo, you are an ambitious dude. Probably one of the most ambitious dudes that I know, you know what I'm saying? Which also inspires me. Um, so what makes you so ambitious and, and, and what kind of inspires the grind and how did that even come about? I couldn't even really give you a straight answer. The best I can say was I seen, I seen my mom and my dad run their own business. And it really didn't hit me back then until I got older that I was exposed to it. Like, I think part of our problem is we're not exposed to a lot of things. So seeing them do it, let me know I could do it. So I just off top became a serial entrepreneur. Like, it wasn't nothing I didn't want to do. And it's like I would set goals for things I wanted. Then I figured out how to start or do a business or something to generate the income to get Mm -hmm. me to that point. Like... At 25, I was always fl- traveling. Right? Yeah, like 24, 25, somewhere around there. I was always, I was always on a flight going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like I pulled the homies, the homies as my brothers. I'm like, yo, bro, let's buy a jet. Like, let's do it. And we just started figuring it out. But then everybody kind of fell off because it was more so my dream than their dream. But I just always, if I want something, I'm gonna figure out how to get it. It's never, oh, I can't afford it. It's how do I afford it? And I just always find a way to take off running. So I would accredit that to my mom and my dad for real. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because um, people ask me the same thing as far as why I even got into entrepreneurship. And I really think about, you know what I'm saying, like pops in that way too, especially like being around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like he was, he would get up, you know what I'm saying? Yo, clean the van, make sure it was, you know what I'm saying, A1 tip top shape. Hit the, get fresh, you know what I'm saying, button up, you know what I'm saying, and all that, make sure he was always A1. And even being with him while he was on the road a lot of the time, the way that he interacted with the, the people who was riding with him, like he had, a, he had a strong sense of customer service. He was real personable, you know what I'm saying, but always real disciplined too, you know what I mean? So And he got a lot of freedom. The, had a lot of freedom and to do whatever. And, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the main thing for me, man, like, like being able to, it's not even just about, oh, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. That's a, that's a thing to me. But also knowing that like, all right, cool. I'm in control of my destiny. I ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? Take a bunch of BS from people and whatever else. And I can move how I want to move, but on my own terms, you know what I'm saying? So definitely. Bro, in like, yeah, 97, it was in 97 Mm -hmm. and I'm in high school then. It didn't really hit me then, but bro, I seen my mom go to the dealership and write a check for a brand new Jag, like not a down payment. Like, oh, you want, all right, cool. Wrote a check and paid for it. And I thought that was the illest thing ever. Then I seen an older white guy do it at a Ferrari dealership. We were there in the, sometime in the 2000s. We were there renting a car mm-hmm. and like, it was a Mercedes dealership in, in DC. And um, they happened to have a couple of Ferraris and dude came to buy one. And on his way to, to test drive it, like I'm saying, like he he grabbed a checkbook and gave it to his wife and said, "Yo, just write him a check for it." And I'm saying, like when I come back, I'm saying, like, "We leaving." And I thought I was ill. I'm like, "Bro, yeah, I'm gonna do that." Need that. Need that. that. Facts. Facts. So I think for us, it's more. It's it's just a lot of exposure. And um, when I was on a vacation, I was talking to one of my homeboys, and he was like, "Bro, like he couldn't understand." how I thought the way I did. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, bro, like the sky ain't the limit. Like it just ain't like anything yeah. you want to do, you can. And he was like, well, that's easy to say when this, this, and this 
this is going on or you haven't been exposed to it. And that's when I really understood that, yeah, like some people can't see it because they've never been exposed to it. But once you're exposed to it, like, you know that you can do anything out here, like anything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a major thing, especially for our community, man. Like you got you got scarcity mindsets and you got abundance mindsets. But when you when you got an abundance mindset, it's or when you got a scarcity mindset, it is kind of difficult to relate to people who have an abundance mindset because they haven't they really haven't been exposed to. They haven't seen that reality of what that's like. And something else that I would add too is I think that you can an abundance mindset can be acquired but also it has to be maintained too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, like if you're thinking it ain't possible, you can't do whatever, whatever, or you know what I'm saying? Like then now almost kind of slows your momentum down too. And, and I'm talking to you, I'm talking to anybody listening, but also to myself at times, because it's like, yo, like mm-hmm. I've done a, and I think being ambitious is a gift. There's a little bit of a curse to it, but I think it's mostly a gift because you're ambitious and you want to accomplish a lot of great things. But same time, you're like, yo, like, like, you're, like you're always trying to move ahead. And the whole world is looking at you like, damn, like you don't like you, you, you doing some ill shit right now. And to you, you're like, man, I haven't even scratched the surface of what I'm really capable of. You know what I'm saying? So I feel happy it's a, yeah, yeah. But but it's a it's a balancing act. Honestly, it's like, yo, like and you got to give yourself credit, too, because it's like, man, like, look, like most people aren't even taking that leap of faith to even jump out like that. And I mean, this might sound funny to a lot of people, but they say how one percent of one percent of people rule the world and whatever else i think part of that is because only damn near one percent of the world even believes in themselves like that or believes in what they're trying to do like that to even jump out there and you know what i'm saying take that role you know what i mean so yeah man i feel you on that for sure mm-hmm. so now go ahead no nah. nah, i was going to the next thing i was going to say um so like everybody's talking about i'm hustling i'm grinding i'm out here da 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 so one of the things that you had on there was like hustling is not a bad word. Why do you say that? And I agree with you, but I want to know why you say that. To be honest, talking to some uh, white friends I know, because um, I used to say, but like I used to explain to them that like I know this dude he owned a restaurant and he was just working like mm-hmm. like that was it like it was just a routine for him. Every day he had a set routine, and I know that would drive me crazy. So I'm like, bro, you got to figure out how to buy your time back, but he was cool with it. And I'm like, yo, my G, I'm hustling for my last name. And then when I said it, he looked kind of funny, like hustling. I'm like, no, I mean selling drugs or nothing. I'm talking about like figuring out a way to make it happen. If I want my time back, I'm gonna have to buy it back. So I'm gonna have to figure out a way to buy it back. And Mm -hmm. sitting around here doing nothing or showing up every day doing the same routine, that's just not gonna cut it. So like, and I realized like, even growing up, like dudes, are, you know what I'm saying? Like before probably the last five years or so, when you heard somebody talk about hustling, they was in the streets. But I mean, you hustle every day. And hey, what you doing? Like I'm, I'm, I'm hustling these houses. I'm about to mm-hmm. get back to hustling these trucks. Yep. I'm about to hustle the hell out of this podcast. Like we hustling right real. now. Yeah. Facts. No days off. Yeah. So, yeah, so. And, and I, I agree with that too. I think that somebody else who would agree with you is Gary V. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I think like he, he even has the same mindset. It's like, like you got to hustle and you got to grind. And it is about buying your time back. And um, it's how I know you, my brother, because we be on the same shit a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? But I was talking about it yesterday and I was like, yo, I was like, yo, health and time are the most valuable currencies. You know what I'm saying? Time being the most valuable because you never get that back, right? So for, for me, like my mindset is like, yeah, I'm up at the gym. I'm in the gym at 5 a.m. every day because it's like, yo, like the most important thing to me is I want to, so one of my mantras is stay dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Not like you are trying to hurt people, but like you want to stay dangerous, like physically and be ready for whatever happens. And I'm saying, whether it be you need to fight and run and jump somewhere or you just want to enjoy life and run around with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like being in shape is is, is major because like, yo, like if you, if you plan to live a long life, you want to be able to, enjoy it while you're out here you know what i'm saying but in addition to that you want to you want to grind and hustle and get and keep money coming in and invest money because that's buying your time back and when you put all them things together it's like yo you can have your time back but you healthy so you can enjoy it with your family right with your homies with your kids and all that and have the whole thing you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. yeah i feel you on that man definitely major key 
That's a fact. Major key, man. Major key, yeah. man. So, matter of fact, and and I think that to to an extent, a lot of people do put that negative connotation on it because when you when you hear about hustling, you you probably thinking about you know what I'm saying a lot of people be I'm saying a lot of people in the street still you know what I'm saying selling drugs or or scamming or whatever whatever. But if you if you're making movements or you if you work in a nine to five or you're working on your startup or whatever that is like you're hustling. If you're if you're doing it like I was working on a design project for a client today. Those are hustle hours, you know what I mean? So I feel you on that. But yeah. one thing I will add, though, is that I think that um, a root- having a routine is important, but you- it can't be monotonous, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like having that consistency is key, but you want to be able to enjoy your life at the same time, too, you know what I mean? So you don't want to get stuck in a robotic routine at all, man. Because, yeah, right. uh, other else, what are you, you know what I'm saying? What are you grinding for? So Exactly. And matter of fact, even tie it back to um, being ambitious. So one, I know that we got a lot of that from, you know what I'm saying, from pops and from, from moms. But I think, like, how does that tie back into family? How does family motivate you? Because, I mean, like, like I'm, I mean, I ain't got no kids yet, but you are you a whole dad. You super dad out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, bro, so how does I hustle for my last name. Like, bro, I hustle for my last name. Like. I never had to go out in the streets, but I did. You know what I'm saying? I chose to. You know what I mean? But I don't want that to ever be an option for my kids. Like, never, ever, ever. Because we didn't grow up with it all, but we had enough where we didn't have to go outside. But I chose to go outside. You know what I mean? So, and then the thing about that, too, is everybody don't have the same luck. Like, I lucked up. I'm blessed. That don't mean that they're going to get off the way I got off. So, nah, like, I hustle for them every single day. Like the first two rental properties I bought was for them. So I know that once they're 18, I mean, they're five now, bro. Like when I bought it, there was three, you know what I'm saying? And by the time they're 18, the house will be paid off. Plus gained a whole ton of equity on top of being paid off. It's worth more than it was. So if you want to go to college, it's cool. You don't owe nobody nothing. You know what I mean? I only have to stress that. We're just going to pull that equity out. If you want to start a business, come holler at me, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me see this business plan. Let's put it together. Let's make it happen. But here go your funding. So mm-hmm. bro, everything I do is for them. Like I've been living and I've been living a good life. So at this point, I'm just trying to do everything I can. I'm buying my time back so I can spend more time with them. I don't miss no games. I don't miss no recitals. I don't miss nothing. Like mm-hmm. I ain't planning on it. So yeah, bro, I hustle for my last name every single day. Ain't no stopping. I feel you on it. I feel you on it. And I, I mean, you know, you know, uh, being a wife been planning and, and plotting on kids for a minute. So I think that I think that she just she just walked in perfect timing. But um I think that that's also why I'm me and you kind of spoke about this, but like this is also why I ain't even got kids yet. Cause for me it's like man, like I'm in I'm in grind mode and I don't wanna be a perfectionist and overthink it, but I want to make sure that things are in place so that when when they do get here, they never need and want for anything. And it's all set up for them to, you know what I'm saying, make sure that, yeah, like, they need anything, I can invest in them, I can help build with them, and everything's taken care of, you know what I'm saying? So I feel you on that for sure, man. Yeah, but you can't overthink it. Like, I used to overthink it. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Carolyn used to tell me, ain't no time like the present. Like, you ain't never going to amass enough money to feel like you're at the point where you want to have kids, you know what I mean? But I kept mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to stack all this paper, I'm going to stack all this paper, and I stacked it. But then I was yeah. still bluffing. And then when I had kids, like it all worked, like it all worked. You know what I mean? Like the older I got, the more I understood though, that because I grew up on cash is king, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's just how we grew up, Mm -hmm. but I've learned that, yeah, bro, that don't work. So now at this stage in my life, I try to do as much investing as possible for them and for myself and for our future. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of the focus. So I say all that to say, bro, you ready when you're ready. Like, you ain't got to have all this money saved up, all this investment going on. Just shoot your shot. Shoot yeah. the club up. Shoot the club up. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. You're right, man. You're right, man. I was I was actually talking to our other brother, uh, Julian, about this probably like a month. I mean, every time I talk to Julian, he's like, yo, where your kids at? Where the kids at when they come in? You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. So, I'm giving myself maybe like another year or two, and then it'll be about. The, how old were you? you know what I'm saying when, when, when the baby was, was was ready to come. Thirty 
34? 34? Okay. Yeah, so I got a, I got a, I got a solid year, year left then. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. I bet. So that that's cool. That's dope. So all right, man. So now as we as we continue the podcast, I think folks will really get to learn some more about, you know what I'm saying, your story, my story, and and the reason why the show is part of the reason why the show is called Brick by Brick. But um like break down some of the chances that you took to be successful. All right. Um <laughs> 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 Probably hey. a lot. <laughs> yeah, so bro, I don't even know where it starts. So um it, so I'm a fearless person. I don't know what to t- like I'm ambitious and I'm fearless, gift and a curse. So it ain't much I didn't like, bro, it ain't much that I didn't try or do. And I got to thank God that I'm still here because some of that stuff would have put me away forever, ever, like forever. You know what I'm saying? And I'm blessed to have the wherewithal now to know that, bro, half of that wasn't worth it because half the chances you ain't even have to take. You know what I mean? Like, even for my dudes out there that's hustling, bro, we hustled. All of us did. I mean, most of us did. But what I want you to understand is selling drugs is business one-on-one, whether you went to business school or not, whether you graduated high school or not, if you know how to sell drugs, bro, you know how to run a business. It's really just that simple. So take that knowledge and put it somewhere positive because ain't no guarantee that next chance gonna work out. Like, bro, when I got jammed up, mid-man was 15, bro. Like, it wasn't worth it, especially when you had kids. So, I mean, the chances I took, Half of them we can't even talk about, but trust me when I tell you, ain't none of it worth it, bro. Like, mm-hmm. ain't none of it. But if you knew how to hustle, you know business. That's a fact. So mm-hmm. take that knowledge you have and go start your business, bro. Find something to do. Like, it's out there. Like, it's too much going on. It's way too much going on. And it's too much information being given away now for free. Like, back then we had no information. Like, I didn't have no big homies. I like I'm the oldest out of all of us, you know what I'm saying? And outside of that, I ain't had no big homies. And the bigger homies I had, I surpassed them years ago because they was mm-hmm. playing. Like a lot of dudes be out here playing. I ain't got time to be yep. playing. So I was taking wild chances. Like, bro, I bro, I messed <laughs> up a whole. <laughs> I remember, I remember me, me and uh me and one of the bros, we was trying to figure something out. Um, and I wasted 40,000, like I put some bad cut on it and 40,000 down the drain, bro. Like what you going to do, but you have yeah. to bounce back and keep it moving and try to figure it out. But we don't like, I feel like we're doing this now to save them young guys from ever having to take them chances. Cause like I said, everybody's not that lucky, bro. And mm-hmm. the things I've seen people sitting down for, like I see dudes doing 27 years for, not even half of what we had going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, not even half, son. Yeah. So, like, the chances ain't worth it. Like, yeah, I did it, and I ain't trying to glorify it, but I want to let it be known that it's more out here for us, bro. Like, 40 days, like, literally, maybe 40, 41 days, I'm up two properties, and I got two more on my radar. Like, I mean, like, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. And like, even bro, like it's like, we have too many options now. Like we didn't know about business credit. We didn't even know how to set a business up properly. Like it's all out there for us now, son. So all the yeah. chances, like they make cool stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I had to do it again, I probably did some of them again because it made me who <laughs> I am now. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I mean, I remember when like, there's places in this country where there was like your people couldn't go because they were losing their heads and getting kidnapped. Mm. We was around there walking around like you got to take a chance. You know what I'm saying? But nah, bro, like none of it was worth it. Like it was cool and we were tough. You know what I'm saying? Well, we felt tough. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you look back at it, bro, if I put all that energy into even the trucking company, 
or actually pushing that, um, pushing the uh, buying a jet and starting our own company and doing all of that. If I put all the engine in anything like that, bro, we'd have been way like way further than we are now. So yeah, I took a hell of a lot of chances, but right now every shot I take, bro, it's a business. Like I don't be letting these people play with me. Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to get it done. Like one way or another, we can get this business done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Lessons learned, man. And I think that a, a, a great point you made is that if you can, if you can, if you can hustle, then you can start a business. And I think that it's it's so funny that um, and I'm glad you said that too, because in many ways, I think that coming from the street and doing street stuff, you almost underestimate what you what you can do. And so so personally, so my perfect example of me, right? So I mean, you kind of know I was off the porch a little bit doing my thing. And with that, I mean, I was, I was doing music and hosting events and doing all that type of stuff. And, um, but same time, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to invest in, in this music and my businesses and, and keep things rolling. But when, like, when I got out of that and really got into building new Airbnb, I, I surrounded myself with a bunch of people who I thought knew what they were doing and, and knew how to do this and do that and whatever else. And what I ended up finding out two, three years later was like, cause like my mindset is like, all right, cool. Like, yo, you build a product, you get a product, you find people that want the product and you get it to market, you make money, rinse and repeat, do it again. Like that just, that's just what it is. That's, that is business. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm surrounding myself with people who are like, they were like, oh, it's not perfect. It doesn't look like this. It doesn't do that. So we got to wait for this and wait for that. And whole time I'm like, all right, y'all been in this game longer than I have. So I'm going to take your advice. And whole time it was terrible advice because you ain't got to be perfect. And to what you were just saying before, like you don't have to overthink, get it out there, test it out, get some feedback and then refine as you go. And I think that um, like having that experience from, I'm saying being in the street, being in music, whatever else, had me like, had me like actually prepared me way more than I thought I was. But jumping into a different game, have you heard the term imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, like me jumping from music and tech and whatever, or, or from music entertainment and whatever else, and then jumping into tech had me like, yo, I don't know nothing about coding and engineering and UI UX design. So I'm gonna listen to these folks, but whole time they were wrong. And it's like, yo, like you you get your product to market, you get some you get some feedback, you get some customers and some, and some clientele and some revenue, and then you build upon that, man. And I think that every dude in the street knows what that is is like, yo, whatever product you got. You get it to market put it out there. and you put it out yeah, there. And, get it and, to market. And on, That's where money going to be at. That, exactly. And, and on top of that, too, to get even deeper, right? Like when you're in the street and you get in the street and, you, and or I should say you're you're you, 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 you get some rank in the street, you're, you, you obviously can't do everything yourself. So you got to put a team together. You got to delegate tasks. This person got to do this. This person got to do this. This person got to be here, got to be there. And that is how business is actually managed and made. And, and that's how you scale. And that's how you can also buy your time back because like, yo, you at a certain point, you can't do everything. So you got to put people around you and under you to execute so you can continue to grow. You know what I'm saying? So that's a more uh, free game for y'all who are listening and checking this out, man. So definitely, bro. Major game, man. And also even to what you were talking about too, man. Like, I think that um, we take a lot of risks not knowing you know what I'm saying? Not even knowing better and probably sometimes knowing better and just being like, whatever. But you got to assess the risk versus reward. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you know what I'm saying? No, no risk it, no biscuit, of course. But is the risk that you're about to take even really going to be worth what you're trying to do in the long run? And I think a lot of people ain't even think about that, man. But um, another reason why I'm happy to do this podcast is because I actually took a poll, like, like before you even came back home, I took a poll. I was like, yo, I'm about to, um, I'm about to put this media network together and put out more content. What do y'all want to see? And people wanted to learn about real estate. They wanted to learn about marketing. They wanted to learn about a lot of stuff. But one dude jumped out the gate and he was like, bruh, I'm in these streets and I'm trying to get out of them. <laughs> I'm saying he was like, it was like a cry for like dog, like, yo, I'm trying to get out of the game. Like, yo, let me know what I need to do to get out to get out the street to, and, and, and make a better way. And that to me was like, that is something I'll never forget. Cause it's like yo, it's a lot of guys who are out there and they don't want to be out there. Like they'd, they'd rather be doing something, you know what I'm saying? More legitimate. So I'm glad that we're even doing this right now. And even to your point too, about you being fearless, 
one of the things that me and my guy Steven Story on Twitter and a few guys like one of these inside jokes is like, yo, like we 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 describe our we describe ourselves as being built different. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of like, yo, ain't gonna let nothing stop us. We can do whatever, we can achieve whatever, and we're smart, we're confident, we're great, whatever, whatever. But I'm a, I was telling one of my boys this week, I was like, bro, I'm built different. But I was telling him about you. I'm like, yo, my, my big brother G, like, bro, he's the definition of built different. I didn't see you go through stuff that had me like, bro, I don't even know how you push through that as calmly and as cool as you did. So just salute to you for that. You know what I'm saying? Because I always respected appreciate and, it, and appreciated that. You know what I'm saying? You already, bro. You, bro. you already, man. You already know, man. So, um, and, and I think this is like a perfect segue too. Like a smart man learns from his mistakes. So like, wh- like what inspired you to add that to the show notes? Because, so like, <laughs> I, met, you know, I met wild dudes that sit in five, six, seven years. You know what I mean? Two, three, whatever. You know what I mean? They sitting, regardless. They from their peoples, mm-hmm. they sitting. Yeah. But they're planning to get back out there and do the same thing to come sit down mm-hmm. again. So how are you not learning from your mistake, bro? Like that, like yeah. it don't make no sense. It just don't. And like yeah. I hope that a lot of the dudes who are watching this learn from my mistake. Like it, bro. It like let's say I go down a block and I hit a pothole, crack my rims. It's five thousand dollar rim. I'm pissed. I'm not going down that block again. You know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah. But a lot of dudes don't get that. I go down the block and I get hit upside the head and catch a cool six years away from my family. I sit down, I sleep, I do drugs, I do push-ups. Have I decided to do my time? Then I come back and I go right back down the block to get hit upside the head again. You might as well just stay where you was at. Like it just yep. don't make sense. But a lot of these guys are not learning from their mistakes and they're not learning from others' mistakes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like I always so when I was younger, I used to study, I used to study guys like dudes that made the news. I used to study them like Rayful Edmund from DC, um, Meacham, you know what I mean? Pablo, like, um, uh, damn, I can't remember his name, but they called him the Lord of the Skies, the dude in Mexico that did a whole lot of trafficking like, mm-hmm. to the point where he was using like jumbo jets and he mm-hmm. would land them. Not- um, he was on Narcos as well, huh? No, 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 no. He used to work. Him. He ended up working with. Um, no, he ended up working with uh, the Galato brothers at some point. But I, like, mm-hmm. I studied those dudes not not because I thought I was going to get to that level. I just want to see what mistakes y'all niggas was making. Like, I'm trying to learn from that, bro. Like, I'm not trying to get jammed up, but I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right or wrong, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's the same thing in business, like. I see dudes like they'll get, and I've done this before as well. Like they'll get the cheapest contractor, but he's gonna waste your time and he probably gonna run off with your money and you probably gonna catch a charge. It's really just that simple. I mean, either mm-hmm. you're gonna take that L or you're gonna catch a charge one way or another. Yeah. I see it happen. So bro, I try to learn from that. Like I pay my dudes fair and I'm, I, I'm trying to go check your work and make sure everything's what it's supposed to be. And yeah, I'm trying to do something. Like we got in the section eight. And um, this dude, this older guy in DC gave me a tip where he was like, everyone complains about Section 8 tenants, but um, I mean, they're not all bad. I mean, mm-hmm. like, but like you have to follow certain rules and criteria and make sure they make X amount of dollars. And before they move in, you put in the lease that, yo, I have to come to where you live now to see how you keep it. Because mm-hmm. how you keep that place is how you can keep my place. You know what I mean, just learn from what like people been through this before. You know what I mean? So you just mm-hmm. learn from them. Yeah. But a lot of dudes ain't willing to do that. Like, I don't know if it's pride, stupidity, bro. I can't call it, but I know yeah. better. Yeah. I think I think it's I think some of it might be pride and stupidity. And I mean, even to the main point, I think that I mean the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting a different result. So there's that. But also, I think a lot of guys who I think a lot of guys who are who might be in sitting down right now and coming out and thinking about doing the same thing. I think that part of it, like you said, a part of it is pride and stupidity. I think a big part of it is maybe they don't even have they don't have the 
the marketable skills to even do anything else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, like they know one way of getting money. They're used to one way of life and they don't, they, they don't even know that it's mad other ways to make more, to make money and probably make more money than they were making to come out and do something totally different. So I think that one, it's important for us to do this podcast because like, yo, there's going to be people in the world listening to this, folks who are sitting down listening to this. And I think that it's important for us to highlight like, yo, like, it's mad ways for them to come out here and do something major. Like even, even like, like me personally, man, like everything I did pretty much or everything that I learned essentially was kind of out of necessity. And I got to give you props again, because like, yo, going out there and y'all, y'all gave me a big opportunity to make it with the rapping and photography and the video stuff. And I went to school for a lot of that too, but like having those skills and learning, learning a lot of that on my own from YouTube university and podcasts and just research, like those skills that I acquired, if not for, you know what I'm saying? Besides y'all investing in me, a lot of that stuff, a lot of stuff I acquired just off for the free or for the low that stuff enabled me to like 10 X my income because I like now I got it. Now I got a multitude of skills that people would value and need. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that it's like, mm-hmm. like, yo, not only do you, should you not make mistakes, figure out what you can do and ways that you can make money and sustain yourself and be, be productive and be viable that aren't going to put you back in the same spot that you're trying to get away from. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, right. man. And, and don't get, <clears throat> and this is what the dudes that's outside. Don't get addicted to the money. Because like, I think Jay or somebody said in the song a while ago, oh, music. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, you get addicted to that money. Like, bro, I mean, you know, serial entrepreneur, like, record label, porn company, trucking company, real estate. And, bro, it's like five other things that I, oh, business in Jamaica, like, it's a lot of things that I did and some of them I can't even remember right now, but I wasn't giving it my all. I'm not going to sit here in front. Like it was something to do to pass the time or to put, you know I'm saying? Like somebody put some money for a minute, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but if I really took any of those serious, I'd have been made it. Cause as soon as I took real estate serious, bro, who can stop me? Really? It up. Nobody going to mm-hmm. stop me, but me, son. Mm-hmm. And unless people stop selling houses, like that's it. And, and I mean, if they stop them and start building, so like, right. so any one of those things we could have been successful in if I really put a hundred percent in, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, bro, if you outside, that ain't, ain't all it is, son. Like it's more out here, but you have to try and see that it is like, um, I got a homeboy, uh, he did 17. He just came home off doing 17 for a bunch of drug arm robbery kidnaps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, good dude though. You know what I mean? Like a really good person. I mean, circumstances made him who he was, mm-hmm. but at this stage in his life, he ain't on that no more. And he mm-hmm. was like, but like, there's no going back. So, I mean, he's doing anything. He, like he's trying anything because he know that what he was doing is not an option no more. Cause you know how that play out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like he does lawn care, like right now, like he's working on building out his own lawn care company, but you name it, he did it, bro. But he's trying, mm-hmm. but like a lot of these dudes, they're too lazy to try or they have too much pride. You know what I mean? Because they're like, you were up, you go in, you come back home. Everybody say you fell off, but that ain't no, I mean, as long as you keep your head down and grind, bro, like they can't say that for but so long. Cause mm-hmm. once your business start booming, you back up again. And yep. you legit. So you never got to worry about going in or none of that, bro. You ain't got to look over your shoulder and none of that. You mm-hmm. just got to try. But I think a lot of guys just don't want to try. Like one they don't. Well, I can't say that. I think some guys don't want to try. But I think for most of us, I probably get in the way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was at a certain point and I'm not no more. Mm-hmm. But like for me, none of that matters. Like none of that. Yeah, yeah. You know what, though? I think that it's something within our community, too. And I think I don't know if it's unique to our I think it actually might be a pretty unique to our community in the sense of like, I think folks in our community look at it like, all right, if you fail once or if you fail, like you're a failure, that's it. And they write you off. Whereas in other communities, it's like, yo, like they take an L, bounce back, take an L, bounce back. And like, like if you fail, like that's not the end of you. And folks ain't 
looking down on you permanently and forever because like anybody can come back. And, and for me, I feel like America loves a comeback story. You know what I'm saying? Even, matter of fact, even, even your story, bro, like, man, I gas you up all the time. So when you came home, I was on Twitter, like in my big bro's home, da 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 and bro, I got mad love and you got mad love. I don't, like you probably didn't even know, but you got mad love because folks are like, yo, like one, they love, they love the fact that you came home. But on top of that, like, yo, while you were in, you were still getting mad stuff done. You know what I'm saying? And, and as far as I'm concerned, you're in an even way better position, you know what I'm saying, now than you were before you went in. You know what I mean? So, so it's like, I think that like folks got like our community, our community got to get that, put that pride aside and not be one you one you can't be afraid to take a l because sometimes you're going to be down you know what i'm saying like it is what it is like the the championship the championship team is going to lose a couple of games like that's just that's just part of the part of what it is you know what i'm saying but like our community like like you can't be afraid to fail you can't be afraid to even look look wrong look down sometimes because like yo that don't last forever you know what i mean so yeah man that's real, brother. Like, um, I had a dude. Well, this dude I know was like, I failed at trucking. I mean, of course, he didn't say it to me. He said mm-hmm. it to somebody else, right? And I'm like, one, it's never a failure or an L if you learn mm-hmm. something, right? Yeah. And two, you didn't like, so I got out of trucking because I made a mistake of trusting somebody's word. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I grew up on you stand on what you say. So if you tell me something, we're going to stand on that, right? Mm-hmm. So the dude told me that the truck had a rebuilt motor. Yeah, Well, no, he said the truck was overhauled. Basically means it had a rebuilt motor, right? So mm-hmm. it's pretty much a new engine and all these other things. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I paid him cash for it. Kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Went, got a trailer, got on the road. First load broke down. Second load broke down. And like I realized that when I looked at it, just on breakdowns alone, for a year, I spent $24,000 on repairs. That's not including the money came in and paid driver and things of that nature. Just in breakdowns alone, it's $24,000, right? Mm-hmm. I go into the next year, I'm at like 19, close to 20 again on breakdowns. I'm like, bro, this just makes no sense at all. So yeah. I don't have a driver for about four months, four or five months. I said, um, so my first driver, he left because he wanted to go back, be close to his family. I can respect mm-hmm. that, right? My second driver, he saved up enough money and now he wants to buy his own truck. Who, like, I'm not going to hold you back, bro. Go do you, right? So it took, so I went like four months without a driver. No, six, six months without a driver, right? Mm-hmm. In order to keep your DOT active, you have to keep paying your insurance. Insurance is $2,000 a month. I'm sitting for six months, do the math. Like it just, like it wasn't adding up no more. So I'm like, bro, I'm gonna just sell the truck. But somebody on the outside looking in, maybe hate, may not, who knows? Or maybe it's just a mentality. It's, oh, I failed at trucking. No, you don't understand the business. So now that I know that, yo, I need to get a truck with a warranty, when I come back, I'm coming back with a vengeance because I've learned a valuable lesson. So how can I not win? I can't lose yep. at this point. Yep. But a lot of guys don't understand that. And that's, that's really what it is a lot of the time too. Like, it's like, it's folks on the outside looking in who have no idea the inner workings and the mechanics of what goes into you doing, doing what you're trying to do. And then, then they talking about, oh, you failed or you whatever, whatever. And then the other side of it is now you listening to their opinions of whatever they think and they not knowing about nothing. So now like you, now you kind of end up buying into that, you know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a vicious cycle, whereas 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 it should be like you know what I, even if somebody thinks that you failed, the real thing would be man look. I one, not even let me try it. How can I partner with them and see how we can kind of get into it or figure out the game or whatever whatever. It's like oh he took an L and they ain't even trying to do what you tried to like they they haven't even jumped off the porch to make the attempt to do what you're trying to do. But everybody got opinions, you know what I'm saying? So, to, yeah, All right. I mean, I was going yeah. like, I mean, to that point, it's like, man, like, yo, one, jump out there. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to jump off the porch. And also forget people's opinions, too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Dog. You kind of got to have a ton of vision to success. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I mean, you just gotta go out there and do what you're doing for you and your peoples and don't mind what nobody else saying. Because mm-hmm. when I started buying houses, they thought I was playing. When I hit five, they're like, oh, nah, he ain't joking. You know what I mean? But, but like, I mean, your opinion, I mean, no one's opinion ever really mattered much to me. And my mm-hmm. mom used to be like, oh, you don't care what they think, but I care for. Like, I'm focused on what I'm doing and I'm getting to my goal. And that's just that. Mm-hmm. Facts. I need to implement more of that, man. Cause like, I be, I'm, <laughs> I'm like half like, yeah, I don't care none of y'all think. And the other half of me is like, damn. Cause I like, cause I mean, you know, I be super public in the, in social or media or, or wherever I'm at, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, man, like I'm seeing folks hating or whatever, whatever. And I be trying not to let that bother me, but I need to, I need, I really need to be like, you know what? Like, forget that. Dog. Like, I, I know what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to get at. And on top of that too, like I understand that my vision and our vision is in many ways bigger than a lot of people's vision and where they're trying to get at because they ain't got the mindset and I got to remember that like, yo, like I can't base what I'm doing off of what they think I should be doing or what they would do because they have no idea where I'm even trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? Because like, bro, like, man, you already know what we are like. I'm, like, I'm on, I'm on a, I think we're both on a multi-million dollar, billion dollar goal. Like, like, and if, even if we don't hit that, I think aiming to, well, I know we're going to hit definitely multi-millions, you know what I'm saying? But like, even if you don't hit a billion, aiming for that is what's important because it puts you in that stratosphere anyway. You know what I mean? And most people ain't even thinking about that in general. So yeah, man. Really. Yo, I be telling people, bro, I got a couple hundred million dollar plan and it's between a hundred million and nine hundred million. I'm gonna land somewhere in there, and if I mm-hmm. surpass that, awesome. You know what I mean? Awesome, but yeah. I'm gonna just keep shooting. I'm gonna keep shooting. I seen um, uh, uh, flipping NJ uh, Caesar earlier this week um, on Instagram. He was showing some new construction he's doing, mm-hmm. and Philly not wasn't right? much bigger than the lot I have. Nah, he in Jersey. Jersey, okay. And, um, uh, they were just breaking ground. And he was like, when they're done, it's going to be a 150 unit building that's going to gross 1.2 million for the year. Bro, get it, homeboy. I'm proud of you. And I'm coming too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how I see it. Like, I'm happy you're doing that, but you're showing us that it's possible. So, all right, cool. I'm going to go do it too. Yeah. And, and I'm not mad you know, at you. I'm not going to hate, bro. I congratulate what you're doing. And thank you for showing it to me because now I know I can go do it as well. Because it's possible. Because, I mean, it, it ties back to what we were saying before. Like, it's about what you're exposed to and and, and what you see as possible. And I, I got to give him props because, one, I mean, I know he's been out here for a minute doing his thing. he be working with uh, with DJ Envy too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I've, been seeing them, I've been seeing them work for a minute. And on top of that, he's been, he been getting his health grind on and taking a couple of pounds off, you know what I mean? So Health as well, like, yeah. bro. Health, health, health as, as well. well, you know what I mean? You were so, saying. And come on, man, you're not be thinking, man. But like, <laughs> but that's what it's about, man. Like, yo, like, like doing it, letting other folks know what's possible and putting it all together, man. Health, wealth, getting your time back and family, man, for real. So, yeah, man. So, man, I think we, like we've been on damn near an hour. What, what else you want to say to the people? get you a winner's diet like focus on positive things set a goal every week try to knock that goal out every week mm-hmm. even if you don't set a goal every day you know what i'm saying even if it's working out you know what i'm saying like you set a goal and you accomplish mm-hmm. it and th- this is one thing i learned, learned like i got love for all the dudes i grew up with but I, like i realized and not on purpose i started distancing myself only because what they was on I would know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was never like I didn't like the whole being flashy, letting everybody know I'm in the club. I mean, like I was focused on going up. Like it was nothing else. And if you're not going up, that's not a problem. But I'm not gonna sit here with you. I'm gonna just keep pushing. It's love. Come through, whatever. But if you ever find yourself that, I mean, if you ever find that you're the smartest one in your circle, respectfully, you need to find a new circle because mm-hmm. you're just going to stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to stay stagnant. Like, my kids need things. Like, they don't even know they need it. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. my kids need things, bro. So right. I gotta keep going up mm-hmm. to find I mean, you on this diet, bro. And, and I think, I mean, even to that point, man, like by not staying stagnant, like anything not growing is dead. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about, man. Con- continuous growth and continuous elevation, man. So damn. I don't even know if I can add anything onto that. That was that was a perfect little sauce right there, man. You know what I mean? So uh yeah, yeah, I know I'm in hell, right? <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So yo, yo, episode one officially of the Brick by Brick show. Shout out to Greg for the show notes. I think that was that was that was that was great organization right there. And uh, yeah, man, if you don't already follow Brick by Brick Show on Instagram, on Twitter, Brick X Brick Show. Um, the website's coming soon, working on that. And uh, yeah, man, yo, real dope digital, the media platform. Um, a lot of things going on. Yo, Polymath Design, if you need a website design, marketing, we do that too. Um, the price just went up. You know, the hats is on, is on the website as well. And uh, yo, brick by brick merch, tees, hoodies, hats, dad hats, all that coming soon as well. And yeah, man, like, yo, That's appreciate soon it. Yeah, you already know. Soon and if y'all selling houses, I'll let me, I'm gonna buy them. Mm-hmm. Yo, so where are you focused on buying? people. About, uh, before we wrap right up, now, like, I'm in West Baltimore. Okay. Right now, I'm focused in West Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Reason being is it's affordable as hell. And the property value, I mean, property value everywhere going crazy, but it's always been pretty stable, but it's mm-hmm. like going crazy. Like the property that we're working on now, when we're done, it's going to be worth 440 I mean, it's uh, almost a 3,500 square foot house. Now I'm thinking it might be a little bigger than that, but I mean, let's say 3,500 square foot. And I mean, like property value over there, crazy. Mm-hmm. Rent is really good. Like it's comparable to anywhere you can think of. Um, like you can get a little row house for between 65,000 to 85, 90,000. Rehab it and get a section eight tenant in there. As long as it's a five bedroom, you know what I'm saying? I get a section eight tenant in there and get 1735, it's good money. Mm-hmm. I mean, your mortgage is gonna end up being under a thousand dollars. So you cash flow crazy. Mm-hmm. So right now, West Baltimore is where I'm at. I'm trying yeah. to own all of West Baltimore. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. What is this, man. 2021? Remember mm-hmm. I said that, I'm trying to own all of that. Now, all right, no, and matter of fact, I might need to um, connect you with some good folks. I got a couple of folks out there heavy in, um, in Baltimore as well. But look, if y'all watching, you can see we we talk like this all the time. So we can do this all day. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. I'm gonna catch y'all later, man. Peace, yo. Peace.